episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hosman, and I am super excited to repeat guest, the Chief Revenue Officer at Snugs, Brittany David. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. So good to see you. Good to see you too. Good to see you too. I got to come out there and, and come to Salt Lake again. It's been a long time. Heck yeah. <laughs> so over the past year, I was thinking about this. We Look, we've all, it's been well documented, right? We've all had to make changes personally and professionally. So I'm curious, what you know are you most looking forward to as restrictions start to ease up at some point and get back to business as usual? I am an outdoor cat, not an indoor one. And so <laughs> I am really looking forward to travel in general. Yeah. I've done a little bit through the last year here and there. I'm headed to LA this weekend to go see some family. But get out there personally and just enjoy things that aren't just in the backyard, but also yeah. work. I mean... Our industry is very relationship driven and I think you feed off of energy. And I feel like that first big event, probably Expo next year is that big deep breath of like, we have arrived and, and just the energy that you get from the excitement that's been stored and building up. So I'm looking forward to some connect, some connection that isn't just virtual. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I, I think the cool, it's, it's been really great. Like there's the, some of this technology existed. It's obviously gotten better and being able to do this is good, but man, it's not the same. Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so I, I'm, I'm hundred percent with you. I, I, I really miss travel. You traveled more than I did, but I think we both enjoyed getting on a plane and doing that. And so, yeah, yeah the, the next industry event's going to be off the hook. I'm, I'm excited yep. about that. So, <laughs> so I'm, this is funny to me. Uh, I, you recently, I did, one thing I say is that the COVID, all, everything's a blur. So I don't remember exactly when this happened, but you got a new title and it was Chief Revenue Officer at Snug. So I'm totally interested in that. So can you talk about what that role means for you and how, how's that different than like, say, VP of Sales? Sure. So previously I was over the sales engine mm -hmm. and obviously worked very closely with marketing and product development. Um, but under this new role, ultimately I'm responsible for sales and marketing and product development. So anything that's revenue generating, um, we have a freaking awesome sales and marketing team. And so it's really easy to work with them. And it's been fun kind of coming in under a new role, but looking at, you know, what's the next thing that's going to generate us some revenue, whether it's in product development and getting into line extensions or retail brands, or we just launched fulfillment, but what are those opportunities that make sense and having a little bit since there's so much bringing it in and making sure that all of those three pieces are aligned mm -hmm. so that we're speaking the same message, communicating the same, meeting the same deadlines, a little bit more of that kind of alignment. Some of the stuff that's not as fun, right? The more <laughs> managing the, the details in the weeds, but uh, it's it's been really refreshing and, and invigorating. So yeah. Well, I'm, I'm always interested because I think, again, and, and Snugs is a, is a nice size organization. I wouldn't say a giant organization, wouldn't say a small, but I think in a lot of organization, there's like, generally it's like, you know, one person who's like, like the CEO is like that person that just does the chief revenue officer kind of position. And I'm seeing more and more organizations actually create an additional sort of person in the building who also keeps an eye on that. And so it's no surprise to me that Snugs would, would be working in that way. So I think that's really yeah. true. It's fun. Yeah. So this is, a. am not sure if this is even a fair question, but it's one I thought that you might have some fun with is, you know, we always get, there's pieces of advice, right? There's some stuff that I, I hear certain things and I'm like, yeah, people say it all the time, but it doesn't mean it's true. Right. And so what is a piece of advice that you hear all the time that you actually think is wrong? 
So, you know, when you were young and you were told, don't talk to strangers. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when you're a little kid, your parents don't want you to get kidnapped and go <laughs> AWOL something. But I think that that message, at what point do you change from don't talk to strangers to talk to as many strangers as you possibly can? Mm. And I think that when you have that mindset of don't talk to people you don't know, you're so closed off that at some point you switch and with, you know, walking around with AirPods in and all of these other things to be in your own personal bubble, you miss out on so many opportunities for the encounters that you could have with people that you don't know and don't know what their story is that's interesting. And you never know what that next connection could possibly be if you stick in your, I'm in my own bubble, I'm doing my own thing, I'm too busy for things, I talk to the people I want to talk to. So, well, I think it's it's right in the beginning of life that sometimes you should transition to say you should probably intentionally talk to strangers. That is that's awesome. I'm I'm so excited I asked you that question. That's a great it's a great answer. I, so a uh, quick funny story. This is actually several years ago. I was running. I don't know if it was a marathon or a half marathon. I only tell you the length because it meant it was a period of time, especially with me running slowly, right? Mm -hmm. And I I got on the race course and I wasn't wearing a headset. And I don't wear headsets because they had bands that, that were going to be playing and I wanted to talk to people on the course and whatever. That was the loneliest damn race ever. Everyone was in their own bubble. I'm like making jokes. Nobody heard them. <laughs> so it's like it, it, it did affect the experience for me, but I actually think it affected them for the other folks as well. So I, I, I just think that's great advice. That's great advice. Talk to me. Help. I don't have my headphones. <laughs> and for what it's worth, that's how I felt, you know, as an extrovert during this pandemic. I'm like, I miss yeah. people. Yep. Uh, cool. So that's a great one. Okay. Final question for you. So what is something that you and your team has done over the past year that you're proud of and why? I'm really proud that our team rallied as a group during COVID. Um, people did a lot of different jobs that were never below them. Mm -hmm. So if we needed to go downstairs and label, we went downstairs and labeled and you could have been Brandon Mackey, you know, rolling up your sleeves and C-level and whoever else helping there. You know, nobody was too big to answer a phone call or jump in for customer service or other different things. I mean, you have Steve Rohn out there who's like just another fun time doing X, Y, and Z and always had such a positive attitude. And I think there's so many times for people to either think, woe is me, whether it was work or personal life or to bail or to not be present. But our team, I mean, all across the board rallied, were there to support each other and had a lot of trust. And mm. that's not always easy to trust in times that are uncertain, but to say, we're going to make it through and we don't know what the answer is. So can you trust us and hang in there? And yeah. so just the way that our group really became closer and did whatever it took to to help us get through this weird time. Um, I don't think that everybody got to say that. So I'm really proud of proud of the sales team because I got to work hand in hand with them. I mean, boots on the ground every single day, right? But the whole company just from production all the way up to the top, so. Yeah, that's a great point. And I think it is, it's funny because you do feel like that there are kind of different styles of companies. There's the folks who kind of put their head in the ground and folks that, you know, you talk to companies that have come out of this and gone, look, it was really, really hard, but hard times often bring cultures together. And certainly, especially when leadership is willing to roll up their sleeves, I think people, people remember that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. 
Well, this is great. I really appreciate you taking the time, Brittany, as always. And I'm excited to, to see what you do with your new role, okay? Yeah, so good to see you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, do I get my question for you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can absolutely ask me. A is, isn't that isn't that how this ends, Kirby? Yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so you and I were talking about um, your recent adventures that your wife is taking with yeah. the new apartment building and that, and you have delivering marketing joy, and you have your Monday minute, and I believe you're talking to Jeff Anderton recently about, you know, how you handle it all, and yeah. all of the effort that goes, you just seem busy all of the time with stuff, <laughs> right. so at what point does it become too much, mm. and not because you're having a bad day or a bad week, and it's like, nah, things suck, yeah. wish I had more time, um, and how do you decide to drop something or kill something and kind of what's, I guess, that breaking point? And then how do you decide what's got to give? I, I love that question. Um, so, you know, I, I think that one of the things that I, I struggle with this is like, the reason I'm able to, I think, keep up with some of this stuff is I really enjoy it. I, I absolutely love having conversations with Brittany David. And so that actually is not that hard for me. And so one of the things I've done is sort of tried to automate the process so that the stuff that is hard has become easier. Um, but, you know, I think that my wife is a really good, um, governor on you know, the, the, the term. She is one of those people who keeps me sort of checked in line. She's, she said to me many times, like more, sometimes is it better? It's just more. Um, that was a conversation we had with the brewery. So I always say that I'm, I'm willing to try things and fail, but I am, I am willing to fail. Like the brewery is a great example. I, we did that for two or three years and we went like, okay, this isn't working. And, and really what was, I think really the indicating factor of me making that decision was I don't see a path where this is successful and I'm happy, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. because it became a thing where I was doing something that was a lifestyle that I just didn't enjoy. So mm -hmm. that's, I think where it kind of, like, I think we base everything on success and I think everybody's definition of that is different. And I think that happiness, joyfulness is really important to me. And so if I can't envision myself still doing a Monday minute and it's still being joyful and I still actually adding value, well, then we'll bag it. Um, and I think one of the challenges with many people is that they really struggle with the outside opinions that you failed at something. And though that bothers me sometimes, I, you know, I read a quote one time is that you, you shouldn't, uh, other people's opinions of you is none of your business. And so um, I think that has helped me, um, uh, you know, kind of make those decisions of what I cut bait on without really worrying about it. And then I think the other thing is just being excited about the thing you are working on, if that makes sense. Because yeah. if I'm excited yeah. about that, then I'm not worried about the things I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> is that fair? Does that answer your question? Totally. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's great. Thank you. That was a fun question. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you doing this again. And we'll have to do it again sometime. Okay. Yes. So good to see you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.